The next topic we're going to get into is water. And the main thing we're going to talk about is fluoride. I'm going to read to you from naturalnews.com. Fluoride and its impact on your health. Myth. Fluoride is safe. On January 25th, 1945, Grand Rapids, Michigan became the first community in the U.S. to fluoridate the drinking water to prevent tooth decay. What was not realized by citizens at the time is that fluoride is now considered a neurotoxin and can have many negative health effects from ingesting it. Fluoride is found in water, processed beverages, toothpaste, and some medications. Many of us are led to believe not only that fluoride is harmless, but that we also need to consume it. Fluoride is found naturally occurring in some areas and can lead to naturally high fluoride levels in some water supplies. However, just because fluoride may be there naturally does not mean it is safe. Fluoride is for the most part, let me reread that. Fluoride is for the most part added to the water supply and is not a naturally occurring ingredient. Most countries do not add fluoride to their water, including 97% of Western Europe. In the U.S., more than 70% of the water is fluoridated. There's a lot of findings. I'm not going to get into that. But let's just talk simply about what fluoride can do to your health. Here are some bullets. Linked to the lowering of IQ in children... It accumulates in the body over time, so even though you may ingest small amounts, this builds up over years and can contribute to health issues. Think of that small amount of toothpaste that gets swallowed, not just one time. <laughs> Kidney disease. Another one is arthritis. Bone disease. Ulcers. Infertility. Hypothyroidism disrupts the immune system, and causes ADHD symptoms. Where fluoride is found. Toothpaste, fluoride mouth rinse, fluoride treatment from dentist office, in your water, medications, processed drinks, some dry infant cereals, and canned soups. There's probably more, honestly, but here's the deal. You can think all you want about fluoride. But if there were any research that backed up any of these claims that were just laid out, then, you know, it's worth taking a look at. That's all we're doing here, guys. We're just creating the dialogue so we can have a debate about it. Okay, fluoride was put into our water for the purpose of preventing tooth decay, but in essence, on the long term, has now proven to show significant health issues in most people. So let's further that research by saying this. Okay, this is a study. A recent Chinese study concluded that low-dose sodium fluoride in drinking water diminishes IQ, especially among children. This is the 24th such international study with the same conclusion. Sodium fluoride has also been linked to reduced fertility and lower sperm counts. 
Here is the key thing. Your IQ is so important, okay? If you notice, the higher IQs belong to most of Western civilization. And our IQ really deals with our intellect or our intelligence levels, all right? Or our ability to retain information. The matrix wants you to forget information. The matrix wants you to have the attention span of a goldfish. Studies have shown that our attention spans have dramatically decreased. That is also a sign of lower IQ. If I've already lost you in saying what I'm saying, that is proof of what I am saying. <laughs> so here's the thing. First of all, if you are listening and you're this deep into this podcast, I just got to congratulate you, first of all. Secondly, you probably have a higher IQ because you're able to keep your attention on something, a subject matter, let's say, for example, for a sustained period of time. Now, IQ is also building civilization, right? See, an informed populace makes for a better country or a better world, okay? Let me read it to you from Thomas Jefferson, okay? He was quoted as saying, an informed citizenry is the only true repository of the public will. Now, I don't know about you, but Thomas Jefferson knew a thing or two about individual liberties. And what he's saying here is an informed citizenry. You see, the public will sometimes can uh, be against people who are informed, right? You see, if you only knew fluoride from what the mainstream matrix tells you. It's fluoride is good. Fluoride is good for teeth. That's all you know, right? If only the good of something is promoted to you, but you don't get the bad side of it, then you're going to adopt a philosophy that is going to be destructive in a long term. Because we don't do this kind of research and we don't have this kind of dialogue and you're demonized, maybe even as some sort of conspiracy theorist or something, then you're now going to be uh, an outcast from society. And now that person who is maybe telling the truth looks uh, like they're, uh, you know, on the losing side of an argument, right? But in reality, an informed citizenry, right? This is what Thomas Jefferson is saying. If you know about both sides of fluoride, you're able to make an informed decision for you and your family. Hey, you know what? Fluoride is bad. I've seen some research. Even if the research isn't 100% true or real, I'm still not going to take the risk. I'm going to get fluoride-free water, fluoride-free toothpaste, and make sure that fluoride is not found in any of the foods that I eat or the water that I drink. Putting it simply, you guys, it is this information that is going to be able to empower you to make those decisions in your life, all right? Uh, and another thing is this. Here's a key thing. So... Sodium fluoride has also been linked to reduced fertility and lower sperm counts. I'm going to get into this another day. But another thing the matrix wants you, what the matrix wants for you is lower population counts. You see, the elites believe that they can rule the world without us as pesky individuals being informed and making informed decisions to better our life 
uh, and our individual liberties. The matrix wants you to believe that you are inferior, that you are better off just submitting to the tyranny as opposed to being informed and fighting against it, right? One thing that deals with is the population growth. Now, in the Bible, it talks about our God-given task was to go out and multiply, okay? We're going to get into a lot of different things like abortion and stuff in different uh, podcasts. But for simple purposes, I want to just say that if fluoride is reducing fertility in women and a lower sperm count in men, and there was some sort of conspiracy about, let's say, the matrix wanting to depopulate the planet, you know, you got to stop or slow down the population first. You can't just kill everybody, right? And so that kind of leads into, you know, again, a rabbit hole, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. All I'm saying is we got to question things. We got to think critically about some of these key issues. The next topic is air. Our air is also under attack by the health matrix. I'm going to read to you a pretty intense article that explains geoengineering and terraforming. The article is titled, Terraforming Has Begun. Global Dimming is a plot to exterminate humanity by terraforming the atmosphere with smog pollution, killing Earth's food crops, and unleashing ecological collapse. Before I get into this one, it is a lofty article, has a lot of research done into it. I'm just going to give you a simple version of it. This is probably a topic that you're going to want to research the most because I don't think a lot of people know about it. I'm still learning more and more about it every day. Um, So just bear with me here. I'm just going to read this article and we can discuss it. Again, I'm all about open discussion and getting information into a dialogue where we can make informed decisions on whether or not we should continue doing this or fight it to the bitter end. Reading now. Now we come to the end game for humanity. This is it, folks. They have a plan to collapse global food production, kill off over 90% of the human race, devastate natural ecosystems, and pollute the Earth's atmosphere, and it's all being sold to you under the banner of environmentalism. The scheme is called Global Dimming. And it's a dangerous geoengineering plot to spray billions of tons of smog into the atmosphere so that pollution levels would block sunlight and halt global warming. That sounds hilarious, by the way. This is literally what the mad environmental scientists are now proposing. The very same people who have for years claimed that chemtrails are a conspiracy theory and don't exist. Now, all of a sudden, they want to chemtrail the entire planet in order to, quote-unquote, save us from global warming. I told you, you might be offended. Let me continue. 
stratospheric aerosol injection, quote unquote. Now the new name for chemtrails or geoengineering. The global dimming scheme is, of course, based on spraying chemtrails into the upper atmosphere using thousands of high-altitude flights that release pollution to dim the sun. The very idea of chemtrails has until now been mocked by the media and the science establishment who have for years claimed the very idea of chemtrails is a lunatic conspiracy theory. So they've changed the name to stratospheric aerosol injection, and they now have a science paper that outlines all the costs involved. Here's a quote. We lay out a future solar geoengineering de deployment scenario of having the increase in anthropogenic radioactive forcing. Wow, that's a doozy right there stratospheric aerosol injection tactics and costs in the first 15 years of deployment. This is published in the Environmental Research Letters. Guys, you can look this stuff up. I mean, this sounds freaking nuts. Me reading it just makes me want to be like, wow, I don't even know if this is real. But based on what I can see here and some of the sources I've been getting from other uh, news articles and pages, my own research, guys, this is <laughs> this is real. Uh, and this guy, I think, does a better job at explaining it. Geoengineering is another term that many people use synonymously with chemtrails. And now, it's a strategy being openly advocated by scientists to, to halt so-called climate change. A fake science hoax that has been perpetuated on the world by power-hungry globalists who want humanity to surrender to global rule in the name of saving the planet. That is a lofty amount of information all in that paragraph. So for those of you who believe in environmental issues, we all are with you. We all agree. Clean air, clean water. That's something we can all agree on. Here's the thing. Climate change is a hoax. And I'm going to make an entire podcast dedicated to all of the research that goes into why climate change as we know it, the mainstream idea of it, is in fact a total hoax. And it is being perpetrated, um, or I'm sorry, the words being um, perpetrated on the world by power-hungry globalists who want humanity to surrender to global rule in the name of saving the planet. This is so key, guys, because climate change is being hyped right now, right? And what people don't understand is they're trying to, this is the matrix. So if you were a believer in climate change, then you were in the matrix, okay? I am trying to break the matrix for you. So if you're feeling offended right now, just know we're powering through, we gotta acknowledge what's real, and we gotta have a dialogue about this, okay? Think about it like this. You create a problem out of thin air, you get all this science to research it, and you fund all of it, and you 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 change the results. You know, this is this is open, guys. This is open and shut. I'm, I'm gonna go into it later. But it's like you create a problem so that you can also equally be the solution. Guys, this happens in movies. This is 
books and TV shows are based upon this exact thing. You ever seen the bad guy who poses as the good guy and is saying, you know, go get them or this is a problem and they acknowledge a problem in the plot and then, you know, all this, but then they come and they say, I'm the solution to that problem. But in reality, they want, they have a different agenda. Do you get what I mean, guys? I mean, it's like a narrative. So it's like, this is real. You know, they have a, a certain narrative they're trying to run and they're able to convince the public. Remember, it's all about influence. The matrix is banking on you being a goldfish. Do not be a goldfish. You need to have a memory. Okay. It was in the 1970s that there was this global cooling concept and it was like the end of the world. Then in the 90s, it turned into global warming. And now since none of that has been proven true, it has turned into climate change. So with all that being said, they are now saying that geoengineering and spraying chemicals into our atmosphere is going to block out the sun so that we can cool the earth and basically alter the way the earth is in order to save the earth from climate change. Do you understand that that is the dumbest lie? That is the most ridiculous thing that you could ever believe and you are fools for thinking that that is real, okay? It is all a plot to destroy humanity. I kind of get this. So this is a big deal, right? Um, and again, guys, this podcast right now, this very second, the one you're listening to, it's about acknowledging the problem. In later podcasts, I'm going to get into the solution. If you're listening this far, first of all, thank you for listening this far. And let me tell you additional information. I plan on laying out a lot of issues first. We're going to have a doom and gloom podcast. It's going to be kind of scary and the information is going to be frightening and offending. But then if you continue to listen to these podcasts, I will grow more so in the matrix breaking aspect of it. Right now I'm acknowledging the matrix and all the issues in it, but I'm also going to show you step by step how we can break it. Okay. So be patient with me. I know this is a lot of information, but I'm telling you, this is so key. And right now, while I'm at it, if you could leave me a review on this podcast and we can get it out to the masses, share it with a friend or family member really get this out there because I think it's important. Remember, it's all about getting the dialogue stimulated so we can have a conversation. Whether we want to believe the stuff I'm sharing or whether we want to deny it is all I'm is really all a part of what I'm trying to do. We are trying to create the dialogue, okay? So, and right now while I'm at it as well, you can email me matrixbreakers at gmail. That is the email. You guys can submit your questions. You guys can uh, give me topics to talk about. You can send me articles if you've done your own research. I know the you guys who are listening this far, you might even be smarter than me in many cases. You probably know more about certain topics than I do. And I would absolutely love if you sent me some information. So that's matrixbreakers at gmail.com. You can send me anything that you want. Okay, back to the... the uh, podcast that we're going on here. Okay. So we're talking about geoengineering. It got a little bit on a rant there on uh, climate change uh, and some of that, but let's just look at some of the, uh, some of the agendas here. Okay. So I'm going to read this global pollution terraforming program. If allowed to continue could unleash the following devastating consequences, especially if deployed at a time when the sun is in its own 
dimming cycle that would accelerate global cooling. Number one, global collapse of food crops. The reduction in solar radiation caused by geoengineering combined with the natural cycle of global cooling from sun cycles could produce a sharp reduction in food crop production across the globe. This would result in increased food prices and reduced food supplies, adding to vectors for civil unrest and climate refugees invading first world nations to escape starvation. Wow, that is a mouthful. I'm not even going to touch that right now. Number two, global rise in cancer from vitamin D deficiency. Reduction in solar radiation reaching the surface of the planet would um, eliminate vitamin D, or I'm sorry, it would actually increase vitamin D deficiencies that already strongly contribute to cancer fatalities around the world. Sunlight is currently the primary source of vitamin D for billions of world citizens. Clearly, guys, we just talk about nutritional deficiencies. Dimming the sun would be a death sentence for millions each year who would suffer the dire consequences of chronic vitamin D deficiencies. Number three, global drop in IQs due to increased air pollution. Increases in air pollution have been scientifically found to lower children's IQs. In addition, air pollution is scientifically documented to damage DNA in the womb, increase the risk of ventricular arrhythmia, and increase the risk of bone loss in humans. Wow, so that's a lot as well. I'm not even going to get into that. Number four, massive loss of habitat and ecosystems due to decreased sunlight and colder temperatures. Entire ecosystems, such as rainforests, could be devastated by a pollution-initiated drop in solar radiation. Marine ecosystems also rely heavily on solar radiation to power the photosynthesis of ocean plants such as seaweeds, grasses, and algae, which serve as a pillar food source for the entire marine food web. Dimming the sun could have devastating consequences for all ecosystems on the planet, resulting in a catastrophic loss of life, habitat, and ecodiversity. Number five, huge increase in global acid rain that will devastate forests and food crops. The mass injection of SO2 into the atmosphere will result in SO2 being dispersed into lower levels of the atmosphere over time. There, mixed with rainstorms, it will create sulfurous acid, otherwise known as acid rain. This acid rain will devastate forests and food crops and result in the acidification of crop soils, destabilizing soil microbes, and leading to widespread crop losses. I know that's a lot of scientific words there, but I just got to get it all out. Number six, decreased plant, product, decreased plant production of oxygen that's necessary for humans. Yeah, by the way, guys, we, we actually breathe oxygen. Uh, primates and mammals to survive. Nearly all plants depend on solar radiation for photosynthesis. Voila. Which uses CO2 as a fuel and produces oxygen, O2, as a byproduct. Voila again. Reducing solar radiation through chemtrails pollution would reduce the production of oxygen by plants resulting in a global fall in atmospheric oxygen levels, ultimately leading to the mass um, depletion of humans, 
primates and mammals if allowed to continue. Even the EPA admits that SO2 interferes with human respiration and makes it difficult for people to breathe. Wow. I'm just, I'm speechless at this point. Uh, obviously, you know, again, this is just the research, but if you're pouring a pollute, a pollutant in the air to stop the sun from coming through because you believe that the earth is warming. Again, we talk about man-made climate change, right? From, you know, oil, from, you know, cars and the exhaust and all that, right? Well, why the hell would we use more man-made climate change to change the climate? It's, it's the dumbest thing. It's just the joke is on us, guys. If we allow something like this to happen and we don't talk about it and we buy into this bullshit, it's really on us. You know, this is, this is just it's our fault. We deserve what's coming after us. You know what I mean? This is just ridiculous. The next topic is modern medicine. And I'll guarantee this is going to be the part of the podcast where I'll have the most people offended. So if you're studying nursing or you're studying to be a doctor or any medicine of any kind, really, you're going to feel offended or attacked. And I'm just telling you from the get-go, that is not my intentions. I am just trying to deliver information that creates a dialogue so we can just talk about it, all right? But I would say for the most part, on my personal account, I am not a product of modern medicine. I'm a product of holistic medicine. And we will get into that on another podcast, okay? But I know people who have gone through this medical model and they didn't come out alive, to put it simply, okay? So all in all, we got to have a discussion. So let's start first with the history of the modern medical model, all right? The medical system was literally set up as a result of Operation Paperclip, the modern medical system. Now, I'm not denying that there was obviously medicine prior to World War II, but at the end of World War II, a lot of that research on human experimentation that I'm sure was done, you know, fully cooperatively with the people involved that's a joke, um, from Nazi scientists, okay? But the idea that we have this modern medicine, that is what got established after World War II with that research, okay? So here's the deal. I'm gonna kind of reread this again. The US State Department and Army Intelligence began Operation Paperclip in 1945, offering Nazi scientists immunity and secret identities in exchange for work on top secret government projects on aerodynamics and chemical warfare medicine in the United States. So yes, guys, Nazis are, or they became the heads of the modern day medical boards that we know of. There are companies like Bayer, B-A-Y-E-R, and others that are pharmaceutical agents. We're gonna get all into that here in a minute, but just all of this stuff is straight up from Nazi Germany, okay? It's, it's nuts to think about it, but this is just the history of modern medicine. You guys just need to understand it, all right? Now, I can't go all into it. We're gonna talk about it more in depth, 
on another podcast. Possibly I'll bring up some more key points, but let's talk in specific about the danger of vaccinations. Again, some of you guys are going to feel offended and you're going to feel like I'm some you know person just up here talking about vaccines and criticizing all this and, and conspiracy theories or whatever. But here's the thing, man. I do my research, all right? And you need to understand that we got to have a dialogue about it. If, if vaccines are great, then we need to find out if they really are and, um, you know, what can they really do for you, all right? Because if they're not good for you and they're actually bad, then we need to eliminate them from society. It's really that simple. Here's an article from naturalnews.com. If you're convinced vaccines are safe, you're not well-informed. Here's the information being withheld from you. Very key, guys. What is the matrix about? They are giving you a deception of lies to live your life by, okay? So you can live in this fantasy world where vaccinations are for the good cause or for the good of humanity, or you can wake up to the reality that you might be living in the matrix. I know that some of you out there are like, bro, I already know about all of this stuff. And I am super up to date with it. And I am all about what you're saying. That is awesome for those of you who feel that way. But for those of you who feel attacked and feel offended or whatever, one, this might not even be the podcast for you, honestly. Um, But secondly, I will say, let's have a real conversation about this. All right. I'm going to continue reading this article. If you're convinced that vaccines are safe, you're not listening to the people who've lost a child after a round of vaccines was administered. The U.S. government set up a special court to hear vaccine injury cases. Um, Well, this is interesting. If you're new to learning about vaccine risk, check out learntherisk.org, childhoodshots.com, and the World Mercury Project. Actually, I checked out Learn the Risk and the World Mercury Project. Guys, those are really good websites. If you want to check that out, that's honestly some of the best things you could probably do. Three of the many places where the truth is being told. Okay, just continue reading there. As the truth comes forth, will you laugh in the faces of the victims who have been vaccine damaged? Sudden infant death syndromes, seizures, allergies, brain swelling, skin conditions, eating disorders, and neurological development issues are all sad consequences of failed vaccine policy in the U.S. and around the world. Every vaccine on the market today, no matter what its intended use, will burden a body, especially small bodies with lower blood volume and weight. That's why you see children a lot of the time getting some of these um, side effects, let's say. Let's say they're side effects. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not going to get into all the science behind it, but the point is, guys, what does the matrix want? This is just the key. You've got to understand that the matrix is all about depopulating the planet. They believe that they're going to adopt some sort of artificial intelligence, which that's a whole other podcast, but they believe they're going to put in place of us pesky human beings, the masses, an AI technology that's going to do all the work for them and they can just live and rule over the world. I mean, this is like insane. And I mean, I don't even in some ways believe that's a reality because I don't like to be a victim. But guys, there is a real threat to us and it is in a form of a matrix. And that's why I'm talking about all the things I'm talking about today. All right. So 
in terms of vaccines, if that's the goal of this sort of matrix or the people in control of the matrix, then wouldn't it make sense that they would mask vaccines, which is used as a preventative measure from viruses, that they would actually mask that, okay, as being, you know, um, or as something that, you know, again, I'm losing myself there, but they mask it as something that's preventative, but in reality, it's implanting diseases and viruses in you and or causing side effects that are decreasing your IQ, uh, possibly even lowering fertility and some of these other scientific research, right? Having Down syndrome babies. I mean, all this stuff is happening due to vaccines along with these other attributes. Remember guys, health is an encompassing situation that has majority of things coming together to make one thing being health. Okay. So there's a lot of different components to health. So if vaccines are doing something to your body, wouldn't it be important to take that into consideration before just vaccinating not only yourself, but vaccinating your children? I mean, guys, let's just just read the research. So I'm going to move off from vaccines. Let's get into big pharma. I think a lot of us can agree with big pharma. All right. I'm going to refer to an article called 12 Money-Making Causes Disease in America. All right. So let's do that real quick. If you're listening this far, again, like I said, you are the true homies. Okay. So I am going to pull this up one way or another. Okay. Here we go. Most people are not born with diseases and disorders. They are acquired over time from the consumption of chemicals, whether by food, water, skin application, inhalation, or injection. Even autism is a disorder that develops during the first few years of life. Autism, by the way, has to do with vaccines. He's going to say that and some other things. Cancer is a disorder of the cells where good cells mutate, multiply uncontrollably, and eventually attack the good cells. Dementia and strokes stem from eating animal fat and canola oil for e- canola oil. My God, canola oil for years as they clog your veins and arteries, cutting off oxygen and blood flow to the brain. So how can all this be planned? Quote unquote, health detrim- uh, de- determined by some pharma gurus and rogue scientists. I read words. Sometimes I just want to get it all right. I read too fast. Easy chemicals are used in processed foods to make them addicting, to preserve them for profits, and to drive consumers to the doctor's offices and hospitals for treatments, which all come in the form of surgery and more chemicals. Okay, I stumbled on my words when reading this, but what's the point of what he's saying? It is a flow. The matrix works in a flow. They create an environment where they feed you, they allow the air pollution to continue, and they give you the water that all contributes to the declining of your health. And what do you do when your health is declining? Well, you go to a hospital or a medical facility. Well, don't you worry. The matrix has it all planned out for you. You see, it's a sales funnel, basically. You're going into the illness, then you go to the doctor, and what does the doctor do? 
The doctor then prescribes you on some sort of medication that doesn't actually heal you, but manages the disease. This is key with allopathic medicine. Allopathic medicine, I'm doing the SpongeBob rainbow there. Allopathic medicine is only managing diseases and is only really good for trauma. I'm speaking slowly, so I'm not offending anyone. Trauma is what happens when you are in a car accident or you're in some sort of freak accident in some way where you have a broken arm, broken leg, bruised hip, all of it, nine yards, whatever. You need an allopathic doctor to fix you in that immediate setting, okay? But allopathic medicine is not the key to longevity and overall health. They are merely a little slice of pie of medical knowledge as a whole. But allopathic medicine is really the only go-to modern-day medicine that we know. Do you understand? There are other avenues of health that are going to make us feel and look and be healthier than allopathic medicine alone. With that simplicity, I can almost end this whole conversation like that, okay? But I'm just telling you that this is what he's trying to say. He's giving you this idea of how it all works. We're meant to be sick. Once we are sick, we go through the funnel of the doctors. We get prescribed medications for five or 10, 20 years. And then once the disease or illness progresses in the body, then we are moved through the sales funnel into surgery where you are then surgically opened up. You are either, uh, you have the doctor or surgeon is replacing the bad organs with brand new organs that came from a dead body somewhere. We're not going to get into how that works out with the organ donor cards and how the, they do, um, organ harvesting in China. We're not going to talk about any of that, but then you get this new organ in your body and, and hopefully, you know, things work out. It was just this kidney or this lung or this heart issue, you know, and we're going to move right along. Then you continue your prescription medications. Big Pharma continues to make money off the insurance companies. It's all a big cycle and you end up probably needing another new kidney or another new lung or something like that down the line. Why? Because the same things are occurring as a cycle. There's no real healing taking place and you get it. You get it. I'm, I'm, I'm just going through that. I just wanted to say that. I'm going to continue reading this. Plus, most prescription medications in America are also addicting, such as opioid-based drugs. Wow, that's another whole podcast. Fueling the vicious cycle, cycle, keyword, of unsolvable chronic sick care and the institutions that propagate the whole insidious agenda. This is no conspiracy theory and requires careful consideration. Why am I talking like that? Because I want you guys to understand that once you once you get this, this is a key to unlocking your future because this is about breaking through the matrix, right? We want to get rid of the matrix in our life. We want to empower ourselves with the truth. You see, the matrix cannot exist if the truth 
is in your life. They do not coexist with each other. You are either living in truth or you are living a lie and you are in the matrix. All right. So let's go through these 12 ways. All right. Chemicals and food. There are artificial colorings that come from the industrialized petroleum industry that cause hyperactivity and cancer. There's a vapor constituent of gasoline called hexane used to process most cooking oils, including canola and grapeseed oil. Guys, I can literally do an entire podcast about oil. I know I keep saying that about these these things that I'm bringing up, but we are going to be doing a lot of podcasts here. All right? I'm never going to stop. We're going to talk about everything. And like I said, matrixbreakers at gmail.com is the email. You can send me your ideas, your research, uh, your complaints even if you, you want to debate about something. Send it on over, man. Send me an email or a woman. I don't want to offend anybody here. Gender neutral. So here we go. Number two, vaccines. I already mentioned it, but he's going to give you a brief. Immunizations, quote unquote, are the quote unquote holy grail of Western medicine. Yet they're actually the most dangerous, untested experimental medicine of all. Little do most Americans realize other animals infected blood cells are being injected into their muscle tissue along the cancerous vi- along with cancerous viruses, genetically modified bacteria, and abortion cells. My goodness, our vaccine's great. Number three, ADD and ADHD medications. If you think about it, everyone has ADD and ADHD after eating lots of sugar, artificial food coloring, and then forced to listen to boring curriculum at school or dumbed down instructions at work meetings. The whole diagnosis is a scam to get people thinking their chemical imbalance is genetic instead of induced by the food chemicals they're consuming daily. Holy shiza. Number four, dental fillings. Mercury, even at minuscule amounts, causes neurological damage and dissolves brain tissue. Jesus, man. Dentists know this, as well as doctors who recommend the mercury-loaded flu shots for pregnant women and six-month-young infants. Wow, I am just almost through reading this. Number five, unnecessary surgeries. Wow, what did I just say earlier? Guys, I swear, I, I almost didn't even read this article, and I mentioned surgery earlier, how they move you through this cycle. Unnecessary surgeries. These include tonsil removal, deviated septums, wisdom teeth removal, gallbladder removal, huge money makers for pharma and the U.S. sick care complex. Notice he didn't use the word health care. He used the word sick care. Number six, over-the-counter medications. These are chock full of artificial coloring and artificial sweeteners causing inflammation, headaches, stomach aches, diarrhea, and eventually cancer. My goodness, you guys. Number seven, aspirin a day hoax. This is the dumbest advice any doctor ever gave any patient. Aspirin pollutes your liver, kidneys, and pancreas and leads to the breakdown and eventual failure of vital organs you can't live without. My goodness, guys. We get into some key things. Number eight, blood thinners. These chemicals completely deplete nutrients in the human body, fuel cancer cells, and destroy the immune system, creating an environment in the blood that welcomes nearly every disease and disorder known to man. Number nine, cholesterol medications. What a total crock. I'm reading. Doctors tell people 
who daily eat sausages, deli meats, processed dairy products, canola oil, and vegetable shortening, that their cholesterol problem is genetic and inherited from their parents. So the only way to get it managed, quote unquote, is the with chemical prescription medications that come with side effects worse than the condition being treated. Thanks, quacks. I was reading. That was all reading, by the way. Number 10, high blood pressure medications. Again, simply switch to an organic plant-based diet and watch the genetic blood pressure problem dissipate like spilled water in the Sahara. There's more to high blood pressure than that. Even this guy isn't covering all of it. Number 11, opium, opium, sorry, opium-based painkillers. Most painkillers people take are for arthritis, osteoporosis, post-surgery pain, nerve pain, and a million other reasons all come from heroin and are the most addicting and dangerous medications you can take, and all the medical doctors know it. But they push them anyway for the money. SSRIs, Selective Serotonin Repetake Inhibitors. I didn't say that word right, but... Want your depression or anxiety to become intolerable the, to the point where you consider suicide and homicide? Question mark. Nobody does. But that's exactly what these experimental drugs do to people. SSRIs cut off the body's normal production of serotonin. Parentheses. Lack of this causes anxiety. And dopamine. Lack of this causes depression. And scientists arrogantly think they can manipulate your nerve impulses in your brain with chemicals and they're all dead wrong nearly every mass shooting over the past two decades have been committed by someone taking ssris that's a cold hard fact and big pharma will never let the mass media cover it because they are the sponsors of the news itself get it that's key what he just said that last sentence the news media is the matrix if i could tell you anything is the matrix the news media, every one of those channels, the mainstream news. And what's hilariously in your face about the news is you look at the commercials, the majority of the commercials in any mainstream media, doesn't matter which one, big pharma, pharmaceutical drugs, all of it on these mainstream media commercials. So just think about it. The big pharmaceutical companies who want to destroy your health, who have only their profits in mind, are the number one advertiser on mainstream media. Man, if that's not enough for you to cut out mainstream media, I don't even know what is. We're going to get into all of that again in a different podcast. But to really give you that closure on Big Pharma, guys, it's so clear that just like that climate change aspect I told you about, Big Pharma is trying to create a problem and then fix it for you, right? They're trying to create a problem that shouldn't even be there in the first place and then come in to the rescue. If you understand that, then you can understand why you need to stay away from literally every single pharmaceutical drug. If it's not, this is a key thing for pharmaceutical drugs. If it's temporary and life-saving, consider it. Otherwise, never consider pharmaceutical drugs for healing. The last thing I'll mention about the medical system is right here in the AmericanAssociationForJustice.org, 
Medical Errors. All right, this is the title of the article. I'm reading now. Research has confirmed that 440,000 people die every year because of preventable medical errors. That is equivalent to almost the entire population of Atlanta, Georgia, dying from a medical error each year. Preventable medical errors are the third leading cause of death in the United States and cost our country tens of billions of dollars a year. Despite this serious epidemic, corporate front groups are working hard in the U.S. Congress and state legislators throughout the country to limit accountability and access to the civil justice system when patients are harmed or killed by medical negligence. The civil justice system gives families of patients who have died or have been injured by medical negligence an avenue to seek accountability. It also provides an incentive to healthcare providers to improve patient care. Removing that accountability and incentive leaves people at risk for more injuries from negligent care and does nothing but help the insurance industry's bottom line. Wow. That, again, another podcast, another time. But to think that 440,000 people die every year, literally the population of Atlanta, Georgia, from medical errors, you are better off never walking into a hospital in your entire life than you are walking into a hospital for any reason. Do you understand that? That is so important. I am trying to, I am getting a little passionate, but that is so important for you guys to understand. That is ridiculous, all right? So we cannot stand for that at all. In conclusion, I will read this from an article. What would you do if you woke up one day and discovered that all the mainstream conventional physicians and big pharma medications disappeared? What if you found out that the only type of medicine that still existed on earth were natural holistic medicine, herbs, and natural remedies? In other words, how would you feel and react if you weren't feeling well and the only people you could turn to were naturopaths and herbalists? Considering the fact that healthy, safe, natural remedies are quickly growing in popularity, over mainstream slash and burn conventional medicine, this is a this is worthy of serious thought. This is going to come to a closure because that is leading into another podcast that I'm going to do, and it's going to be about breaking free from the health matrix. All right, so stay tuned. Leave a review. Share this with your friends and family. Let's have an awesome conversation about these issues at hand. And I appreciate you listening this far. And I hope that you continue to listen to every podcast because I'm going to pour my heart and soul into every single one in order to deliver the most effective information that could possibly improve and empower your life. You guys have an awesome rest of your day.